The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome back in to the early lines. Hour number two right here. It's Donnie. Right side of the college football weekend was tremendous. Absolutely fantastic action across the board. The top story, though, was Tennessee, Alabama. Crystal ball theory, Donnie? Hey, Bryce Young's going to play, and they're going to score 49 points on the road. Man, this Alabama team might be the favorites to win the national championship. All of that was true, except it happened in a loss, 52-49, Hendon Hooker throws for 385 yards and five passing touchdowns. A walk-off field goal by Chase McGrath puts the Vols at 6-0. Flooding the field, I mean, the SEC, where they say, you know, it definitely means more. It meant a lot to Tennessee by putting together a 15-year string of hopelessness that was finally ended with a victory over Alabama, and it took every ounce of every second of every inch to get that football over the goalpost because it was quite fitting, right? What is it going to be easy? A, a, like a kick that goes like over, you know, the uprights and way into the seats. I mean, that thing fluttered. As soon as it left, I was like, that's, that's short. There's no ch- I don't even know how it made it over the upright here, but it did. But getting back to the game itself, this isn't the SEC I grew up with here. I'm not going to slander this game right now because 52-49, excitement at all levels here both quarterbacks dueling left and right a lot of talent on that field but my goodness when it comes up just get a stop 32 points scored in that fourth quarter 18 there by Tennessee 14 by Alabama but also Kevin didn't you think the game was over when Hendon Hooker dropped that ball in the ground everybody stared at it from Tennessee and a free seven points was handed to Alabama that that game was over not the case here an ultimately key pass interference call that probably would have ended the game in a victory for Alabama it was called quite honestly correctly I like to see him play it out a little bit more but that's a win nonetheless but my goodness usually you beat Alabama like all right let's sign up let's buy our tickets for the national championship game who figured out Tennessee's schedule was a good idea for any coach at this point as they still got banger after banger to get through mm. just to get to the SEC championship game? Yeah, so there is a reason that despite that victory, it is Alabama yeah. at plus 450 to win the title and Tennessee mm-hmm. at 20-1. to 1. The Vols are in the SEC East. They go at two Georgia head-to-head that would likely have – half of the SEC championship game on the line. With that game being at Georgia, Tennessee is going to be catching at least a touchdown, if not double digits, honestly, in the game. It doesn't mean they can't win it, but that's the state of things. For Alabama, still in the SEC West. They have LSU and Ole Miss as the only other teams with three wins. Alabama gets to play both of those teams. Now, They do play both on the road, which at least you would think could give those groups a puncher's chance. But simply, if Bama shows up to that SEC championship game, Donnie, they control their own destiny as per usual. And if they win it, they will be in the college football playoff. There's a reason that Bama still has the third best odds right now to win the entire thing. I'm really interested to see what the reposted odds for Alabama to make a college football playoff looks like and what their odds to win an SEC championship looks like. 
as well. But again, this was hardly the only major result. What about in the Pac-12 late night? USC, mm, Utah, 43-42. The Utes get the job done. A gutsy two-point conversion decision with under a minute remaining being the difference. The radio audience is here on a Monday morning. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159. It's the early line. Utah wins. USC covers. To me, Donna, USC has lost their breathing room, but this does not end their college football playoff hopes. No, it certainly doesn't at this point. As you saw with the SEC, a lot of things are still going to play out with a lot of football to go. And also, isn't it nice that we would be talking about maybe in two years an expanded playoff where USC is like, okay, we lost. We're still a good football team. How about if we get left out with one loss in here? Come on now. These kids got to expand. They got to get some of these in. But get back to this game here. 43-42 final. Look at Caleb Williams. 381 in the air, five touchdowns, five touchdowns in the air, and also 57 yards on the ground. Rising. 415 and two touchdowns. That's just passing. How about another three on the ground for the quarterback? My goodness. If you had fantasy football in college that you were playing, these two <laughs> quarterbacks actually lit it up and gave you exactly yeah. what you wanted to watch and what you used to out of the Pac-12. 43-42 final. One of those games where it's not, almost not fair that somebody had to lose. That's a big win by Utah. They're getting it done at home. Yeah, again, I think that is a game. USC's defense is bad. We, we knew that to be so, but... Uh, record attendance for Utah in that home game to have the deciding factor be a two-point conversion. Again, I don't think Utah, or rather USC, leaves that game feeling, oh, that, that's a bad football team, exposed, exposed, exposed. Yeah. I don't think that's the case at all. Over in the Big 12 side of things, by the way, the best example on the slate as to why the college football expansion is going to be a great thing, as there are clowns out there somehow thinking that Tennessee beating Alabama is a reason to not expand the playoff, clueless. <laughs> Clueless, absolutely clueless on the subject. TCU, Oklahoma State played, Donnie. The hope is this has some college football playoff implications. Though TCU is 60-1 to to win the national championship. What, what an unbelievable comeback for the Horn Frogs here. They trailed in this game 30-16 to in the fourth quarter. They forced it into overtime at 30-30. Win it 43 to 40 max duggan with two passing touchdowns kendra miller with two rushing touchdowns here tcu and kansas state play next week as a pair of unbeaten big 12 teams fantastic stuff from college football we go to major league baseball next sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com with the wells fargo active cash credit card you can earn unlimited two percent cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need that means you earn on what you want like trying out that new workout class and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus is central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Major League Baseball, where to begin? <laughs> National League offered up three 100-win teams. They're all gone. They're all gone. We're down to the Padres and the Phillies, a pair of wild-card teams. Talented rosters. 
but certainly I don't think uh, many, if any, out there were predicting we would be seeing Padres fills here in the NLCS. Donnie, started off with the Philadelphia side of this. What did you take away from their series victory over the Atlanta Braves? I mean, absolutely just tremendous stuff here from a fan base that has been starved for over a decade to light it on fire over the weekend was so much fun to watch as a Philadelphia Phillies fan. But the better team won, Kevin, between the Phillies and the Braves. The Braves superstars did not match what the Phillies were doing. Every time you needed a clutch hit or an extra base hit, the Philadelphia Phillies were giving it to you. From a catcher that has the ability and the speed, did an in-the-park home run to Bryce Harper going hard to unsung heroes that you got at the trade deadline like Syndergaard starting that game and giving you a couple good innings there and also marsh with a three-run home run it's crazy to think that the phillies outside of playing the marlins the past five years they were able to hold their own with the braves and they took them the task three to one and it wasn't an upset kevin every game outside of game number two the phillies were the better team and they won the offense catching fire in the way that you had always anticipated or hoped for was an awesome thing to see as you said Uh, Philadelphia was rocking for those baseball games. Home field advantage, I think, at times in baseball can be a little bit tricky to kind of recognize in the same way that you maybe do for a game uh, on a football field or maybe in a basketball arena. But uh, I think it was just kind of clear that Philadelphia was making a difference watching that game. On the other side of it, the San Diego Padres are offering up what has been one of the most fascinating seasons that I can remember. This was a team that consistently was going to try and go for it but we knew that the Dodgers were going to stand in their way so they got to the deadline and they said you know what man forget it we're going to go for it we're going for Juan Soto we're going to add Josh Bell and this is going to be our our year to impress and then Fernando Tatis is suspended for the remainder of the season Juan Soto's not playing the level of baseball that they were hoping for and things didn't feel right And they were going to get matched up here with the Los Angeles Dodgers. And that was, by the way, they had to beat the New York Mets in a a three-game set where two of the three pitchers were Scherzer and DeGrom, which felt like a non-winnable situation. They won that situation on the road. They beat a Dodgers team three games in a row who, (laughs) I know the Dodgers largely feel unbeatable. The Padres could never beat the Los Angeles Dodgers. And now they have home field advantage in the NLCS with a trip to the World Series on the line. It's pretty incredible how it all played out, right? Because you thought the Dodgers and the, always the M.O. was, it doesn't matter who their pitchers are. They're so talented across the board, they'll just pitch you decently and be able to beat you. But also, let's take a look at the acquisitions here by the San Diego Padres. Look at Josh Hader. How many wins did the Padres need in that series? Three. How many saves did Josh Hader get? Three absolutely massive to get him over and get him right here. But this is one of those where it's like, hey, you know what? The Padres have always had the Dodgers number, even though the Dodgers won 111 games. It felt like the Dodgers just destroyed the Padres every time they played them and for some reason couldn't get right. But that's what happens. If you have high-priced guys at the top of your line, like a Mookie Betts hitting 143, sometimes things don't work out in your favor. So the five and the six move on in the NL. And shout out to the people out here who say, you know what? This is terrible. The best teams that win 111 games, we have to make it more fair. Have that same energy when 64-plus teams get in the March Madness. And you go, man, March Madness is so awesome. No. Shouldn't you be saying only two teams should get in the March Madness because that's what's more fair, too? Yeah. we <sighs> Nonsense. Knuckleheads. We know that to be true. <laughs> Just a little interesting note here, by the way. The last seven years, the Dodgers have won one World Series with the rate that they win at. That's a bit disappointing, but that's not even why I bring it up. The six times they've been eliminated, the team that eliminated the Dodgers won the World Series. Could be a good omen for the San Diego Padres. I know it's a bit uh, interesting trend there, but I did think that was noteworthy. On the American League side of things, I think the Seattle Mariners... You, may, you have a, a bigger Rolodex to reference, so you potentially could offer up a counter here, and, and I'll you know tap out okay. I think the Seattle Mariners all played or, or suffered probably the most heartbreaking series defeats you could imagine. To be completely dominating the Astros in game number one and watch just an all-time baffling manager decision allow Jordan Alvarez to hit a ball that maybe still hasn't landed, beat you in that game, is brutal. A lead in game number two, Jordan again. It's 2-0. All right, we're going back home. 
Let's just grab one. 18 innings of pain, no runs scored. You lose all three games all by one run. Just a miserable, miserable result to what was an awesome year for the Seattle Mariners. Yeah, it is a shame, too, because like the Philadelphia Phillies waited about a decade, the Mariners waited even longer, and you get your one home game where you didn't put up a single run and basically a double header. I mean, credit to those fans for still cheering and having some hope, but my goodness, is there any worse way to lose? And we talked about that, Kevin. After game one of that series, this was one of those wins where you said to yourself from the previous series, look at that comeback by the Mariners. Oh, my goodness, now they're thrashing the Houston Astros here, and Verlander was on the mound. This could be that team of destiny that we like to talk about and when it was all shattered by a baffling Robbie Ray I'm going to close this game out oh no we just blew that one turns into a three-game sweep by the Houston Astros but also credit the Astros they're built for the playoffs been there done this at this point that's a huge thing to have your pitching staff go 18 innings in a playoff game Kevin and not give up a single run and quite frankly only seven hits over 18 innings that is impressive pitching wins out over good bats anytime but I don't think anybody saw 18 innings and no earned runs there and by the way the people out there that say during the regular season get ready for this you want the ghost runner which is going to be on the ballot to be taken away next year get more of these see how much fun that is on a Tuesday night yeah, please, please understand the Ghost Runner rocks. Let me just add this note here because I am preemptively bothered by this. We're going to break down the Yankees-Guardians game in just a moment. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping the Yankees win. If they do, they'll play the Astros again. Jose Altuve had eight at-bats in that game that went 18 innings. No hits. In fact, Jose Altuve, who batted 300 for the season, had... 16 at-bats in this series and did not record a single hit. Finished with a zero batting average. If the Yankees play the Astros, I can almost guarantee you that this man is going to bat 450 in this series with three home runs, a one in game one and one in the potential clincher, and I'm going to lose my mind. How they just won a series, Donnie, where Jose Altuve went 0 for 16 is completely beyond me, but that's the Houston Astros. We'll do the Yankees-Guardians preview on the yeah. other side quickly. Your thoughts on the fact that we're here in a game number five, 2-2, Garrett Cole 2-0 in the series, the Yankees have dropped the other two games? I love it. I, I think it's fantastic for baseball and also shows you one of those teams that we were looking at being the Guardians saying to ourselves, oh, no, they're in the playoffs. Boy, this is going to stink. They've really showed out. They handled Tampa, and they were on the brink of taking care of the Yankees, if not for a game five today, which I got to tell you, they might be in it to win it today. So we'll have some fun with that. But credit the Guardians all along. One of those teams that got in the playoffs, like, oh, they won a terrible division. Why are they here? Well, they're showing you why they're here. They did win a very lackluster division, but they ended up 92 and 70. That is nothing to hand wave, right? Yeah. That, and that's kind of the. They finished with the same record as, again, everybody's darling Toronto Blue Jays, right? So you're right. The Guardians deserve their credit. For the Yankees, though, you've played four games, you've had a multi run lead in all four. You, to a degree, should not be here, but you are. I am interested to see if Aaron Judge can step up and have a moment today. He started 0 for 8 with seven strikeouts, and people were like, I don't understand why Yankees fans are booing him. That means you're a loser. You do not get to do that. Yankees fans booed him into a home run the next day. Way to go. We'll break that game down next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. 
the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. All right, let's hit this quick. We've got a lot still to get to. The Yankees and the Guardians. It's Jameson Tyone against Savali. The Yanks are a minus 156 favorite here. Total for this game is 7.5, which looks like a ton of runs for a Guardians game. So perhaps gives us an indication of these two starting pitchers. Donnie, talk to me. Tyone versus Savali. This is, good. this is going to be good here. And I do think both of these teams are actually getting respected with this line. We're saying for the Yankees, which Tyone hasn't been amazing this year. And quite frankly, down the stretch through the last 30 days, he's held his own. He's been okay. But if we're looking at that over at 7.5 plus 100 here, that's going to be an interesting number. And these are the tricky games that we talk about in playoff baseball. Now, granted, everybody wants to win, Kevin. As we know, each and every playoff game, I understand that. But from a handicapping perspective, when we talk about betting into a vacuum in the regular season, what usually happens, Kevin, in April, May, and June? All right, pitcher's going to be out there, and unless he gets blown away, hopefully he pitches five, six, or seven innings out here. You know who the sixth man's going to be, seventh hole, or excuse me, seventh inning, eighth inning, and ninth inning, and so on, which betting into a vacuum, I know who my hitters are going to be as well. That's not the case tonight, and that's why it's so tough to try to judge these games. We don't know how long Tyone is going to go. We don't know if he could go three perfect innings. Kevin, okay, let's hand it off to our bullpen here. You did your job, and let's cheer on the rest of the club. So from a betting angle perspective, these games are tough, but I got to tell you, if we're just looking at both of these pitchers side-by-side side of both of these lineups, I'm giving a pretty A for effort here for the Guardians of what you're going to get. Mm-hmm. That plus 132 price just might be live here, and I remember in the first game of the series, I'm like, you know what? Let me take a here little hit of prop parlay here on Quan and Naylor. They both match up very well against Jamison Tyone, who has a 355 weighted on base percentage against left-handed batters over the past 30 days. Quan's got a 224 ISO coupled with a 402 weighted on base percentage. Same thing with Naylor, 254 ISO power number and a 374 weighted on base percentage. If we flip it over and say, well, how are those Yankees going to do against Savali? He's been very good, Kevin, over the past 30 days. A 310 XFIP here. And take a look at this. Left-handed batters, a 308 weighted on base percentage. Right-hand batters, only a 162. Now, if you're looking to take a home run shot for the New York Yankees tonight, take a look at Savali. Nice strikeout pitcher about 28% of the time. He's Kane, guys, over the past 30 days. But look at this. Uh, ISO power number, Kevin, of a 343 for the past 30 days to left-handed batters. If we're looking in the lineup tonight, you might get Cabrera as a switch hitter. He's got a 354 ISO power number. He gets right-handed pitchers. And also, Anthony Rizzo with a 193. So some elevated numbers. When typically we'd be saying, okay, let's just get after it right now. We'll go with Aaron Judge. I'm actually going to look to the left-hand side of the plate here to try to go yard against Savali. So just for uh, a couple of references there, uh, limited sample size, but uh, Stephen Kwan and Josh Naylor, uh, looking up again, their numbers uh, against Tyone are tremendous, even just lifetime. I think these are regular season numbers, mm-hmm. but a combined uh, yeah. four for eight with a pair of doubles, so two-plus bags looks interesting. Anthony Rizzo, lifetime against Savali, five for ten with multiple home runs as well. The reason yeah. why I look towards the Yankees here is nothing to do with the fact that I have a Yankees hat to the left of me. When Mike Clevenger had the ball against the Dodgers, it was like, you do not want to throw him. You don't have a choice. And he got absolutely smashed. This is the first time that I've seen a pitcher like that, Donnie, since the Clevenger start. I do not look at Savali as somebody the Guardians are happy to be throwing, but somebody they probably feel like they need to. A 4.92 ERA, but more importantly, two starts against the Yankees, nine innings, 10 earned runs that's a 10 ERA in those performances there finally I think the Yankees can look across the field look at the Guardian starting pitcher and feel like they have an opportunity to tee off I do think the Yankees win this game and advance to face the Houston Astros 
Usually here we try and hit some rapid fire NFL action that we've not been able to get to throughout the beginning of our show. I don't want to blow through things because some things deserve a little bit more time than others. I want to make sure I mention, though, the Colts and the Jaguars. I said the Jacksonville would win this division. There was a moment where they were favored in this division. Where everything turned was not here in this game against the Indianapolis Colts. It cannot be a scenario where the Jags needed to sweep Indianapolis in order to win the division. This all changed with their loss to the Houston Texans. Now, it doesn't help that Jacksonville had a lead in this football game of 14-3, to 21-13 in the second half. But again, for me, that is really where Jacksonville messed up is that Houston game. It cost them their breathing room. Now two back of the Colts in the loss column. Yeah, and also, if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars, you needed to beat the Texans. And also, if you're going to say, when are we going to take on the Colts? When's a good time? I don't know. Maybe the best time is without Jonathan Taylor and basically not even your backup running back and have an aging quarterback like Matt Ryan. I did have Matt Ryan's over prop as part of a parlay, which ended up losing, but he was certainly easy to get along with, 58. 58 passing attempts here in this game for Matt Ryan, 389 yards. But how about this, Kevin? We talk about the Jacksonville Jaguars, and they spent a lot of money and a lot of draft capital on getting a pass rush. How is it possible in a game where Matt Ryan drops back 58 times, Kevin? They didn't sack him a single time in that football game. That is amazing. And also, you're right. You have the leads again. Where do we see the story before, Kevin? Going on the road to Philadelphia. Two-touchdown lead. You lost. Going on the road to the Colts, take on the Colts, a double-digit lead. You lost that as well. This is one of those maturation processes I always talk about where maybe this team just isn't ready to win yet. And it's a shame because you look at the Jaguars at 2-4, and four, and it seemed like I know it's still early. And what do we really expect out of the Jaguars feasibly? Seven wins on the season might be a success. But the way they started, we thought about there might be something brewing in this division because it looks like it was down as a whole. Maybe it's the Jaguars to take a year or two ahead of schedule. Doesn't look like that's going to be the case now because the first sign of a young team trying to win, you got to be able to close the door on teams. You have double-digit leads on. No doubt. Now, I, I don't think that the division is over, but there is no world in which I am coming on here like, ah, oh, these odds are ridiculous. No, like the, the Colts should, the Colts or the Titans, like the Jags should be no better than third place right now in the divisional odds just based on where things sit. Another big game, Donnie, for me, Saints-Bengals. Now, the Saints are a bit of a mess here. We've already heard Dennis Allen say, I don't know who my quarterback's going to be on Thursday night against Arizona. They played this game with Olave, Michael Thomas, and Jarvis Landry <laughs> all out. So I understand that that was difficult. But for Cincinnati, 300 yards for Joe Burrow, three passing touchdowns, Jamar Chase, 7-132-2. and two. That looked like the Cincinnati team last year that made a run to the Super Bowl. Exactly. Any given time, right, Kevin? You got Joe Burrow back there, a quarterback. You got Jamar Chase. Make me a big play. And he certainly made one of the biggest plays of that football game on his last touchdown catch. But also, the Saints are 2-4. and four. Very resourceful yesterday. It's amazing that you would have 34 carries for 228 yards on the ground, 6.7 yards per carry, and you lost that football game at home. But how many times have we seen it this year? Just the injuries stacking up to a certain you know player position. We saw it with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You could barely move the football against the Green Bay Packers, and yet here we are with the Saints scoring 26 points with basically no wide receivers and not coming away with that victory. That is a massive season-saving win for the Cincinnati Bengals that you hope yeah. can use that as a building block the rest of the way now. You know, the AFC is so interesting, right? Again, like the Bills are in their own tower. The Chiefs are below them. Mm -hmm. You could argue Cincinnati's the third-best team in the conference. Uh, now, I think the answer still is Baltimore, and the Ravens beat them, mm -hmm. and the Ravens keep tripping over themselves. But Cincinnati sits here 3-3 yeah. three and three in the mix, knocking on the door. Let me uh, pair, eh, you know, we're not to pair anything together. Unfortunately, Donnie, you were robbed, in my opinion, of your streak. You were not looking uh, to bet Teddy Bridgewater. You were looking to bet yeah. backup quarterback magic with Skylar Thompson. I mean that in yeah. earnest. The Dolphins, by the way, had some late chances, but could not cross the finish line here. A once 3-0 team that beat the Buffalo Bills has now lost three in a row. 
Yeah, that was a tough one here because I was rooting it on, and I loved the start that the Dolphins got. They kept on moving the football, but just penalty after penalty after penalty. How about this game? 450 yards, for, excuse me, 458 yards for the Miami Dolphins, 234 for the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings ended up coming away with a victory here. This is a tough scene down in South Florida because sometimes some things are a little bit out of your realm where you can expect you know, certain regularities to happen, I want to say, Kevin, in the NFL. Like, I don't know. How about a game where a quarterback can complete it or just be healthy at this point here, where you're down to your third-string guy and then Teddy Bridgewater comes in, took him a while to get warmed up, and once he did, that offense moved the football. Tyreek Hill was amazing in this game. Jalen Waddle was amazing, and it just looked like they were ready to creep back in it. Waddle with a completion drops the ball in the carpet, the turnover spurn, basically ending the game for the Miami Dolphins. But that's a tough one here. You're going to get some of those tough streaks. You hopefully those bounce in your direction. But that's my first money line loser of the year on the Dolphins. Just a shame that it could have got a clean look. Because if that game ended up 24-16 with Thompson, a quarterback, all right, you live and you learn and you move on. But it's just kind of shame where mm-hmm. Teddy Bridgewater doesn't practice all week long. Rusty to start that game out. And it certainly showed there in the final score. I also just want to reference this. Devontae Adams went to Vegas, got paid, wanted to play with Derek Carr. But I would like to think in his heart of hearts, he's like, you know what? I'd probably be better off in Green Bay. We'd be 5-1, and one, and I wouldn't have to worry about missing the playoffs. Tyreek Hill, 12 for 177. 15 targets. Mm. Fantastic. He leads, right, he leads the National Football League in receiving yards. I wonder if you ask Kansas City, and if you ask Tyreek Hill, do you wish you were able to figure out a deal? Was it really worth it? to move to South Beach for Tyreek. And again, if you're Kansas City, was it really uh, the great, you know, the best cap move we've ever made to let Tyreek Hill walk out of those doors? The Packers are so obviously much better with Devontae Adams. It's almost unfair to lump the Chiefs in the Tyreek Hill situation with this, Donnie. But imagine if Tyreek Hill was still in Kansas City, man. I like, and how do you, st- again, you watch Chiefs for the last five years. How did you stop them there? You took one of the elite components there and you said, oh, you know what? We'll still be fine without him. Yeah, you'll be fine without him. You just won't be scary without him. I think it's a fair point by you. We hit a break when we come on back. It's Monday Night Football. The Broncos are in action against the Chargers. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with you on SportsGrid. Before we hit Monday Night Football, I think we have enough time to reference just the two games that we missed. Uh, Seahawks-Cardinals, Donnie, if you really want, uh, Arizona's a mess. Michael Ta- uh, DeAndre Hopkins is back on Thursday. I think that's when we really get to expand on this team. But a shout-out to Seattle. They're 3-3. Three and three. Kenneth Walker, 21 for 97, and a touchdown. A- any major thing for you on the Seahawks? 
I thought we'd have more scoring in that game overall, but the Seahawks being at 3-3 three and three is one of those stories that is going to get passed over because what do we expect out of the Seahawks? I don't know, Pete Carroll fired by game six. They haven't won a football game yet. They're competitive here. They're moving the football, and they did it with defense yesterday, which is something we haven't seen from the Seahawks at all. Now, take the Seahawks out of the equation. Look at the Arizona Cardinals. Something has to give. I don't think it's going to be the coach or the quarterback. You don't sign guys to extensions here and then cut them a check for like $50 million to go away. So I'm hoping DeAndre Hopkins is just that missing piece to the puzzle. But something is clearly broken. Now, granted, they came to that game without a lot of running back position. There'll be a little bit more full goal. I did see Marquise Brown go down late in that game. Hollywood Brown go down late in that game. We'll see how injured he is. But a lot of things will clear up when you get, hey, Green Bay, a dominant wide receiver back on your team. Yeah, I think that is going to be super fascinating. Uh, again, that's that Thursday night game is going to be a lot of fun, uh, I think, between the Cardinals yeah. and the Saints to break down. Patriots-Browns. Bill Belichick is doing it again. I, I don't think you can ignore that. Ramondre Stevenson stepping up, 19 carries, 76 yards, multiple touchdowns. He did go under his yardage prop, which was stunning to me. Why, by the way? Bailey Zappi, 309 yards, 9.1 yards per pass, two passing touchdowns. Okay, so last night, everybody on, on, on the timeline, Donnie, is like, can we please stop pretending that Cooper Rush is better than Dak? And I was like, are people really doing that, or are you just complaining? Like, no one's actually saying that, right? No. Well, if you want something to complain about here, I, there is a world to me where Bailey Zappi is better than Mac Jones. At the minimum, just as good. You, you and I have never been moved by Mac Jones here. Bailey Zappi's now coming in. Over three games, four touchdowns, one interception. His loss, not really even much of a loss because it was at Green Bay. He played half of a game. I mean, Bailey Zappi kind of rules right now in New England. I got to tell you right now, like you look at the Green Bay game, and granted, he came in a little bit later in that one. Detroit game, they were 29 nothing. You have to do much. But how about this? In a game that you absolutely needed, he's a rookie quarterback. They said, you know, go out there and throw it 34 times. I can remember not so long ago a similar young quarterback in his maturation process in a big game on the road being told, if you throw a pass, we'll lose this game. That's how much I trust you. It's very interesting because if there is a quarterback controversy – Bailey Zappi has really showed up here. 38 points on the board at Cleveland. Now, yesterday, I had a team total at 19.5 for the Patriots. They dropped 38. Even I didn't think it would be that as impressive. And Ramondre Stevenson looked great. The ball was spread around. And also, let's get let's head over to the Cleveland Browns sideline here. If you think this is a quarterback issue for yourself with Jacoby Brissett and say, ooh, once we get Deshaun back, everything's going to roll, what is up with that defense on Cleveland? That was supposed to be a strength. Looks like an absolute weakness, K-Dub. The defense stinks. It's bad. Remember when, remember Donnie, when people were going through the Browns schedule? This team's going to be yes. six and five, yes. if not seven and four, when Watson comes back. Mm -hmm. Well, you're two and four. Next week, Baltimore, then Cincinnati, mm. then at Miami, mm. at Buffalo, home versus Tampa oh Bay. Thanks for showing up, Cleveland. That's your season, baby. <laughs> Goodbye. Hit the bricks. Hardly knew you. Let's get to Monday night football. Chargers, Broncos. <sighs> you see that sigh? This is why a game yeah. like this bothers me quite a bit. Because I still believe in my heart of hearts mm. that if Russell Wilson is in a game where he needs Donnie to throw for 280 and two, he will. But there's something just so wrong. I don't know if it's with him, this team. I don't know that when he plays the ugly teams like the Colts and the Texans, he's going to spend four quarters doing a whole lot of nothing. So I'm saying all of that to say this. The four and a half, I think Denver hangs because that's what they do. The total of 45 and a half, I think it goes over because I think the Chargers will do their part. And then Denver will just be like, oh, okay, it's a game where Russell Wilson needs to play well. So he will. I could be totally wrong. Maybe Russ's shoulder is actually cooked. But I look at this year, and I think it's Broncos plus the points and an over here on Monday Night Football. 
It could be. The 45 and a half is an interesting number because if you're asking us, and again, take this game like out of, you know, Russ is banged up. You just look at this before the season. We go, man, they're going to get after it. That's on turf. We're not going to worry about weather. No elevation at this point. Both of these teams, a couple games under the belt. Now coming in also, Keenan Allen is probably going to sit this one out with the hamstring injury. So that should hamper that offense just a little bit. But Eckler has been tremendous. But aren't we still waiting here? Aren't we still waiting for the Denver Broncos to wake up at this point? If Russell Wilson is healthy enough to be out there, we're not expecting to say by the second quarter, well, what do you want Russ to do? He's banged up and he's he's just ga- he's a gamer. He's trying to just gut it out and see what they can do. No, you're mm-hmm. expecting offense in this football game overall. So the easy cop-out would actually be to say, I'm just going to take the under. Russell Wilson and offense look terrible. Sooner or later, they are going to break out here. And maybe that game is going to be, but... I do think there's something to that four and a half here because I, you can win ugly for the Chargers. Does this feel like one of those games where the Chargers win 38 to 10? No, it really doesn't here. So I agree with you. The Denver Broncos, not the sexy side here, but I think it's the smart side taking the points. The, 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 again, the Denver Broncos just have this, I think, I think it's Russ. Seattle used to play the most ridiculous games of all time. Russ is now mm-hmm. here in Denver, and that's just what it feels like you're going to see with the Denver Broncos kind of throughout this season. Now, I don't want to go too far, though, and kind of getting trapped yeah. on some of these Russ numbers, Donnie, but I know we do touchdown scores first. I have to get to the Russell Wilson over under one and a half passing touchdowns. There was not a time too long ago where Russell Wilson was like minus 110 to throw three passing touchdowns in a game. Russell Wilson is plus 142 to throw multiple passing touchdowns here in this game. Last week, Donnie, Jacoby Brissett's one one passing touchdown was the first time in five games the Chargers did not allow two-plus to an opposing quarterback. And it was still a game, obviously, where Cleveland went out there and put up 28 points in the game. Melvin Gordon is banged up. It's Mike Boone potentially by himself in the backfield here. Denver might be trailing all game long. At plus 142, I think the play is Russ over one and a half passing touchdowns. It's not bad also because when you take a look at overall, let's just, you know, it hasn't been games where they've given up 500 yards from a, you know, pass perspective here. We're talking about the Chargers secondary versus Vegas, 256 versus Kansas City, 226, Jacksonville, 262, Houston, 215, and Cleveland, 230. So we're not expecting a shutdown effort where it's one of those games where they throw in like a buck 65 or a buck 50. And also, let's keep in mind as well, sometimes this hasn't played out in the direction that you wanted to, but let's also remember the mini buy here for the Denver Broncos, extra time to prepare here for the Chargers. So if you're going to get the best of whatever Nathaniel Hackett's best is, Kevin, you're probably going to get this tonight and also there's something about a chip on the shoulder when things aren't going right you remember the game they played against the Indianapolis Colts where they had that game won but Russ just made bonehead play after bonehead play late taking that game away from him sometimes it's nice for that the stew would have a chip on your shoulder and as long as Russell Wilson which again in practice the reports are he looks okay a little bit banged up I'm not expecting anything less hopefully it's not an Aaron Rodgers performance yesterday I was like hey Aaron's a little bit banged up with his throwing thumb maybe to work out it really did but I'm expecting the Denver team to show up tonight, and if they can't win the game, keep it close enough to stay inside that number. But you're also right, Kevin. One and a half touchdowns is not a lot in the NFL. You walk into it. Aaron Rodgers was terrible yesterday and still threw one and maybe was on the hunt for another. So teams can be very poor on offense and wake up. Two touchdowns, Mm -hmm. is that that much to ask now for Russell Wilson when we're not worried about any weather conditions? I, I don't think it is. And I'm glad you mentioned the Thursday night game, by the way. So far, there's actually only been one team booked as an underdog this year after playing on Thursday night. Cincinnati, last week, Sunday Night Football, they were able to grab a cover. Uh, Again, because of some of the injury question marks, we're we're not littered with props, Donnie, throughout everywhere. But So I'm just going to go open-ended. Touchdowns, yardage over-unders, what do you like here on Monday night? You know what's interesting here? Um, taking the secondary option in the last you know, primetime game we had on, did very well my touchdown props, winning both of the guys, just when I'm looking for one or the other. If we look at from a Chargers perspective tonight, if Keenan Allen is down, where's everybody going to go? Austin Eckler, Mike Williams, and rightfully so with the FanDuel Sportsbook, minus 135 and plus 125 respectively here. But I'm going to slide it down. How about Gerald Everett here at a plus 250 price, or even Josh Palmer at a plus 260? More targets going opposite directions, and maybe you're more locked in here on Mike Williams. 
Williams. I think that can get done. And when you're looking at don't be greedy, as I like to say here. We're asking for one of them. If you get three touchdowns out of the Chargers, and let's just say two were passing, you'll take that. Everett or Palmer, one or the other. If both get it, fantastic. If one gets it, that's still a nice payday here. Yeah, that is uh, it's not a bad look going a little bit further down the board. This is a game where I am really interested in the match specials. Because, so you have extremes, right? For mm-hmm. the Thursday night game between the Commanders and the Bears, you know, 504 was 12 to 1. Turns out they knew what they were doing with that number. It never even was able to mm-hmm. get close. Don, do you know what the 504 was yesterday in Chiefs' bills? It wasn't even posted. Don't bother guessing. It wasn't, it wasn't. even right. posted. They gave you 550 and 5. Which hit, by the way, at plus 165. At plus 165. So here we are. Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert, Donnie, 504, plus 280. Jay Herbo is a guy that has an opportunity to throw three, by the way. We know he can. He can throw for 300 yards. Herbert has the ability to be a workhorse here. I'm also interested in the one-and-one. Each team with a rushing and a passing touchdown at plus 220, right? You know what's interesting about the one-and-ones now? I'm sort of changing my opinion on those because I love them. But usually you'd say to yourself, like, I like the one-and-one in a game that's going to be really up-tempo and have a lot of points in it. Not necessarily the case because it's almost as if you're trying to bank on each quarterback can always have the ability or the chance to throw one touchdown pass. But in some of these lower-scoring games, you get inside the five, they run the football quite more than just that aerial assault of 380 yards passing and five touchdown passes. I really like the one-and-one tonight. I think it makes a lot of sense yeah I, again I think the price to plus 220 not bad I usually though try and the only reason I wait like the odds on these we talked about it they can shift but this is probably yeah. where they're going to go tonight to hopefully find uh, a boost were there any other match specials that you thought yeah. were worth a look one more, sliding it down a little bit. And some of these, you know, markets where it's like a field goal every quarter, they've been cashing in. But I actually like this one. Each team, Kevin, to score two touchdowns and make two field goals, that's priced at a plus 470 price. So some of those teams that we say, hey, not offensive juggernauts, that mm-hmm. means we expect them to maybe not go for it on fourth down as much to take the points. And also, if you're stalling in the red zone, which we know the Denver Broncos love to do, that means you're going to be mm-hmm. kicking field goals. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. An interesting number, by the way, Austin Eckler, 150 scrimmage yards and two touchdowns is plus 650. A a guy who's kind of built for that type of market. It is a big payout. You're certainly asking for a lot. But again, the payout there is legit. That'll almost close out the early line on a Monday. Before you go anywhere, make sure you listen up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
All right, final segment of the day right here for the early line on a Monday. What a weekend it was recapping everything here, both Donnie Wrightside and Kevin Walsh, as usual, from 7 to 9 a.m. before we hand it over to Ben Stevens in the morning after, which I'll be a part of the program coming up here shortly, so make sure you stay tuned. But a lot of fun to be had by all college football was outrageous by Philadelphia Phillies setting the city on fire, moving into the NLCS, and also how about those Philadelphia Eagles last night taking down the Dallas Cowboys? But so much stuff to get into. The NFL, it usually does take center stage. And are we looking at a possible preview of the Super Bowl already in October? Listen up. As predicted, right here on the early line before the season started, your boy DRS said, you know what? Let me step up to the table and give you a prediction for who is going to make it to the Super Bowl. One, the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFC, yes. And number two, the AFC with the Buffalo Bills. Look at this preview we're setting up for the last unbeaten team in the NFL. Those Philadelphia Eagles had a pristine 6-0 as they head off into their bye week. How about those Buffalo Bills going on the road, taking care of the Kansas City Chiefs for a de facto game-and-a-half advantage that they now have due to the tiebreaker since, again, not in the same division, in the same conference, only going to play once, and the Buffalo Bills went on the road and beat Kansas City in their own building, paving the way for possibility of maybe a rematch in the postseason, this time in Orchard Park. But if we're looking at both of these teams at both of their perspectives itself, the Eagles look great. They're doing everything you need to be. A stealthy, very good secondary on defense, a decent pass rush, a very good offensive line. Jalen Hurts playing like he's going to get a lot of money at the end of the season. But also, those Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen, the clear favorite right now for the MVP of the league. This team is humming, and if it wasn't for a game, which they dominated against the Miami Dolphins, they could have been unbeaten at this point. There's a long way to go in the NFL season, and we get that injuries are going to happen. Teams are going to lose football games. As much as I want my Philadelphia Eagles to go 17-0, that's not happening. But a preview already in October for the Bills and the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Sign me up for that. Stay tuned for Ben Stevens and the morning after. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.